Welcome to the Informed Advocate Podcast. I'm your host, Sharon, the number one self-care giver in the world. This is the intersection of self-care, advocacy, and compassion for self-care givers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So for this um, episode, we will focus on National Work and Family Awareness Month. National Work and Family Awareness Month. And pretty much what um, Work and Family Awareness Month is, or awareness is basically employers, um, organizations, you know, corporations uh, focus on um, their employees of being healthy and flexibility when it comes to work. Now, one thing that I will say, I would like to invite um, organizations is to look at the definition of family. Like, what does that mean to you? And then what does it mean to those who work for you? And what does it mean to the organization as well? Because a lot of times when it comes to family, a lot of times that comes, the first thing that usually come to mind is, you know, um, parents and children, um, someone who has, I'm saying parents and children, but someone who has a spouse and someone who has children and or someone who has children. Um, and then sometimes if someone does not have that, then we're like, oh, but they don't have a family. Well, what I would like for everyone to think about is a family of self, because we cannot be in a family if we didn't have ourselves. So kind of think about it like that. And then also a person's family may change over time. In one sense, a person may have been married at one time and may no longer be married. And so do they still not have a family? That person may or may not have children. Do that still, you know, not have a family? And one of the reasons that I want to bring this to the forefront for forefront is because um, a lot of times in organizations when it comes to getting time off especially like for the holidays when the holidays coming up and everything it's like oh yeah we want to make sure that people have time off you know for their family and people who have children or spouses get looked at first and I really beg the difference because when it comes to work, we all pour ourselves into our work and it can impact us whether we have children or not, because I am a perfect example. You know, there have been times and I've been very close to burnout and even been very stressful, you know, where I didn't have quote unquote, the traditional family. Now I am part of a family, meaning when my parents were living and then I have siblings and things like that and, you know, godchildren and nieces and nephews. But does that mean I don't have a family? You know, and then sometimes it's just a family of me, you know? So just keep that in mind when you are dealing with your workers, because sometimes people can be dealing with things, but it could be of themselves. And so with the work and family, the other piece of it is, you know, this is gives organizations the opportunity, this awareness month gives organizations the opportunity to really highlight to really show their employees or those who uh, provide services for them 
to really look at their wellness program, their well-being program, the mental wellness program, the combination of all of them, or it could be all in one or just something different. Um, I like to say they're all the same, um, but this really gives you the opportunity to really look at, highlight, and let your employees really know what you offer and that they matter. Because when corporations, when organizations invest into those who produce products for them or provide services for them, you really are, they're really helping you to achieve whatever your mission is, whatever that corporation or organization mission is, those who provide services, those who produce products for you, you're helping them by, you know, investing in them when they are well mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially, you're going to get your best workers. And the thing is, you never know what someone is going through. So with those programs, those programs, those wellness programs, well-being programs, mental wellness program really help more than you think and really highlight them, not just for this month, but every single day, put in something that can really, really help someone. One thing that I used to do at one place that I worked, um, I had started doing morning affirmations and people really loved it. I didn't really realize how much it really helped individuals because when I was at work and I missed them, there were, especially when I missed them like two days in a row, even one of my co-workers like, Sharon, are you okay? I'm just making sure because I didn't get, you know, morning inspiration, but I just want to make sure you're okay, which I thought that was pretty thoughtful. And, if, and, and I got sidetracked, you know, something in my routine the past two mornings, who knows, something probably was going on with me. But the point is, is that they're beneficial. Even one of my coworkers told me how they, you know, forwarded that email that they received every morning to their child. And that really helped, you know, I think I can't remember whether it was an adolescent or young adult. So you never know, just having inspiration, daily inspirations can really help, you know, for those individuals that provide services and produce products for you. So that's another reason to be able to. The other thing when it comes to uh, uh, pro not producing, but having a wellness cultural um, in the workplace is that it's not only because of the products and the services for your organization, but when they are well in their home life, they're going to be able to really produce, like just really be creative. And then not only that, it's the morale as well. And so by doing that, they're learning if they're not already integrating some type of wellness, some type of self-care in their home life, it can roll over into their home life. So hopefully they're getting it um, at home as well, but by solidifying in their workspace, that is always good for business to have 
self-care ritual practices in twos in the workplaces because because again someone you know who uh, feels good inside when they answer that phone you know there's a person who they answer the phone and say hello this is Sharon you know they can answer the phone in the most pleasant way you know they can be in a meeting you know having more creativity and, and there can be clarity and and people are getting along and even when there are disagreements you know it's not all of this attitude type of stuff you know and so having wellness in the workplace again it's good for business the other thing is that part of wellness that sometimes organizations may not really think about a whole lot and even though it is a big pain is working hours is flexibility in work hours um, I can remember one place that I work, I was working part-time, but one of the things that they did, um, generally they had 12-hour shifts, but they had different hour shifts. They have 12-hour shifts, they had 10-hour shifts, and they have PRN, PRNs, and they have part-timers as well. But one of the things that they did is that they asked their employees, like, if you had the perfect schedule, what would that be? And they were able to accommodate that. And one thing that I can say, too, is um, when I started working for the hospital system, that was the first time that I started working 12-hour shifts, And which I love the idea of working three days and having the rest of the days off. But of course, if you do night shifts, yeah, you know, you have that full day of recuperation is sometimes two full days. So it's really not, it's not like you're really getting four days off. You're really getting three. Um, but the thing is, I really love the, at least the ideal of that. It's not the easiest thing to do. And then I end up getting another job, still 12 hours, but I was working days and that was even better, especially when you can get them on the days that you like, but just meaning there needs to be some flexibility. And then I went to work in five days a week. The hours were good. And then I'm like, something's missing because my body was really missing the three days. And so I ended up taking like Fridays all. Now, I'm pretty sure that that was a pain for the supervisor, but in order for me to be productive, and truly there, I needed that. And then even in saying that, it's kind of like to be able to have a workspace where a job can be flexible and people are like, but what about the business? And you're still thinking about the business. And I really think that it helps you even be a better business oriented person because it really helps um, individuals to put on that business thinking cap on of how to maneuver different things and not just to be in this with this is how it is and this is how it should be and having all of these mandates because when you have mandates sometimes it is what it is but when you when those mandates are there then it really interferes with your um with those who provide services and produce products, it interferes with their morale. And when it interferes with their morale, it interferes with productivity. And so it's a return in your investment to help to cultivate self-care in the workspace. The other thing is when it comes to flexibility, 
is making sure that those who uh, produce products and provide services in that they get their break. There must be a break. There's a study out there, or there have been studies over the years, to be honest, that you know, when it really comes down to it, that people can work and focus, you know, anywhere from four to six hours. After that, it's kind of like an autopilot comes on and you wonder why accidents happen or injury happens or people not able to come up with anything else is that they really do need a break. And sometimes over a extended period of time, they may need more than that 30 minutes. So for those who give an hour, total hour break, good for you. But those who don't really think about that, yes, there's productivity, but learn about human development psychologically and physically because that impacts your business. Um, you know, this is not human development is not just for, you know, like psychology and biology and things like that. It's really about being a human. I even realized for myself, I need to learn more about my own body, <laughs> you know, so that I can be well in every way. And I've also have realized that by me learning more about myself, it allows me to learn more about others and also to have more compassion about others because you, for others, because you never know what someone is going through. And so when you're asking someone to change the light bulb and they really blow up, you know, they're not blowing up um, because of the light bulb request, you know, it's kind of like, what happened to you, what's going on for you. So that's where that piece kind of come from when it comes to integrating self-care into the workplace. And, you know, by being an organization, you really help mankind, not only for your business, but overall, because when people are filled with joy, they really like what they're doing. They like coming to work. They like being, you know, a teammate in that that's going to show up. It's like, yeah, you can have someone there just to do the job or you can have someone there doing the job, you know, because that's what they're there for. It's all about your mission. You know, whatever the mission of the organization is, they're there for that, for real. Sometimes people agree, uh, most of us agree with it, you know, but do we truly practice? And so, by having awareness of work and family, you know, how that can really integrate and really helping people to be healthy and well and giving them that space. Because the other thing is lots of organizations definitely do have wellness programs, well-being programs, mental health days and things like that. But do all of the leaders, do the supervisors, managers, and directors own up, do they truly believe it? Because I can say I've witnessed it with my own eyes. I've been at an organization in the past where an organization was, you know, um, increasing their wellness um, endeavors and, you know, encouraging, you know, the employees to, hey, take a break from work, go for a walk. And then a supervisor was like, while they're going, they're, you know, missing calls and things like that, even though that may be true, 
But your health comes first because if you do not have the energy to answer the call, how you handle that call can really be a difference. And when I say call, you know, it can be whatever it is, you know, providing service, that is say providing customer service, because uh, that can be in person or in receiving a call. Because I worked two places in which I did that. So that's one reason that I said that, because for anybody that knows me, I don't want them to think it was one place where it was really another place. <laughs> and so again, so for organizations, if you are a you know supervisor, a manager, a director, vice president, CEO, whatever you are, really look at you know your organization wellness program, well-being program, a mental wealth program, mental health benefits, and help your employees to really give them the opportunity to really uh, practice those things that the organization is saying, hey, we have this for you, practice meditation. And if you have a live meditation um, Zoom, how is your worker going to be able to do that? Of course, you know, like if you have 10 workers and especially if it's in a manufacturer arena, all 10 of them, you know, maybe one may be able to, sometimes two, but how can that, you know, um, be integrated? How can everyone get that? And, and, you know, definitely. So again, when it comes to braids, encourage that, make sure it happens, honor that, because everyone needs a break. Actually, it is dangerous for people not to is really dangerous for people not to have a break, especially over a period of time. And as a worker, wherever you are, make sure you take your break. Take your break. It is really important. And take advantage of these wellness programs. They really give good information, especially the one on self-development, of being resilient or overcoming and anything doing uh, dealing with stress and burnout. Um, even when it comes to the EAP programs, you know, and they don't have to be used all the time when you're overwhelmed or in a crisis. Um, and answer to be honest, when it comes to crisis. Um, they may not always be beneficial. They may be more beneficial when you're overwhelmed because if you're in a crisis per se, you know, those are, I just say, from other arenas. I'm not going to get into that here in which there are some previous um, episodes that talk about, you know, what to do when it comes to crisis. And then also for being overwhelmed, the difference between that. So again, when it comes to, um, National Work and Family Awareness Month, you know, honor, you know, people taking um, breaks, um, honor when people want to participate in um, in the uh, wellness programs that your job offer, <laughs> you know, really, 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 really um, look at ways that the company can be flexible 
about uh, work hours, work time. The other thing is, you know, there's this phenomenon in which is wonderful that jobs and organizations are allowing people to have mental health days. I know sometimes that can come across as a uh, negative connotation. It really just means that just taking care of themselves. It can be no other reason. It doesn't always even mean that the person is stressed out or overwhelmed or anything like that. And so I would invite you to maybe instead of just saying mental health day, maybe just say self-care day, you know, because to me that have a different feel to it, but it's still about taking care of yourself mentally, you know, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and financially, you know, as well. And if anything, it's about the mind, body, and spirit. It's allowed that person to have the space to be able to do that and to do that on their own accord. And so really look at that. And I will also add to that, since we're talking about being flexible with time and work and about wellness, is to consider to have retreats as a benefit or some kind of way where someone can, if they want to take a week off, you know, uh, where it's not eating up their time, you know, that's the uh, uh, PTO, where it's not eating that up, because retreats are very beneficial. I know when I've gone to them, I'm like, oh my gosh, didn't realize that was, this was missing out of my life, and especially on what I call considered to be cultural related uh, retreats, those are very beneficial too, because me as a Black woman, I need something that's just for Blacks, that are just for Black women, who are women, individuals who identify as um, women. I need that, you know? And so, you know, and for others with whatever cultural and gender that they identify with, they need that. You know, and then I need diverse. I need one where I see everyone, you know, men and uh, women and diverse cultural. And so allow that to happen because self-care is everywhere. Self-care is at home. Self-care is at work. And we're able to integrate them in all parts of our lives. We come ready. We stay ready. And even though no one, no one, no one can predict, you know, what life has to offer no one no one <laughs> has what life has to offer as interruption there <laughs> with um interruptions there we just continue to move on this is how we do is to work through it bypass it and move on and not suppress it sometimes we may need to put something to a hot for a moment and then we can return to what we're doing and so by acknowledging National Working Family Month, you are not just acknowledging, but also implementing and letting those individuals in your organization know what's available and that you want them there and you care for them and you support them, especially as they are supporting themselves and they're supporting family members and friends as a caregiver, but ultimately to as a self-caregiver, because that's where it's at. So thank you for joining me for this episode of the Inform Advocate Podcast. Remember to share, remember to like, and just make sure you join us in listening to this, because 
this, you know, can really open your eyes to so many different ways of being well. So thanks for listening. Since you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and follow Inform African Podcast on Anchor or Spotify. You can also find us on YouTube. For updates on workshops, training, and conferences, go to www.affirmholisticnetwork.net and that's holistic with a W. Also follow Affirm Holistic Network on Instagram and Facebook.